0: Hello, welcome to the Pretentious Conversations podcast, where we discuss topics from films to video games, relationships, and absolutely anything under the sun, depending on what we think about. I am your host, Josh.
1: And I am his co-host, Val. And for some context for you guys, this is actually the second first episode we're recording for this podcast, because um, sometime earlier last year... We tried making a first episode and it ended up just being me rambling about all the sad shit about my life. And so we're here now to make a a proper first episode. One that's actually more like a podcast and less like a therapy session.
0: Yeah. Um I was in the middle of editing that like a few weeks back, thinking if we were if like if we're able to release it or not, it was way too depressing and awkward. So yeah. Maybe not. Okay,
1: Okay. you say a few weeks back, but I mean, I think months is probably <laughs> it's been a, It's been half a year, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of been half a year since we've, since we've tried it. I honestly completely forgot about this idea, and then Josh hit me up one day. He was like, let's, let's do the episode. I was like, okay. Because... Look, that man bought a, a microphone from an online store just for this, so it'll be a waste if we don't make this frickin' podcast.
0: You say I hit you up a few days ago as if we've had time to prepare for this. I hit you up, like, 20 minutes ago saying, do you want to record something? And you just said, okay. We- <laughs> there is no structure I mean, to this I thing mean, at all.
1: <laughs> I mean, you did, like, ask, you, you didn't bring it up, like, on Monday. Context, this is a Wednesday right now. Or as we're recording, technically, it's Thursday morning. But yes, Josh hit me up three days ago. And so there was some, you know, like premeditated whatever for this podcast episode. But yes, yes, none of this is planned. We don't know what we're going to talk about today, but we'll figure it out as, as it goes. Yes, indeed. So Val,
0: how have you been?
1: Um, I've been great. Uh, I've been enjoying the break. Uh, here's here's a thing we can talk about and um, one of the big problems I've been facing and I hope this is not gonna go spiral down into something <laughs> really sad is <laughs> that feeling that you have to be productive all the time because coming from online classes where you feel or you're scared as well if you're wasting time or not you know once you're done once you have like a break you just feel so awkward when you're not doing work do you get that? <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, it's like I feel like I'm I should be doing something, and when I'm not, I feel like I'm failing at doing something. You know, it, it's it's yeah. it's really weird. It's like it's hard to describe.
1: I mean, no, that's that's one hundred percent like true because like you know, like a surface level, you know that you don't need to be doing anything because you're on break. But like deep down, you're like, what the fuck am I doing? If I'm not working, right? And it's so bad because, like, even during onsite, there were times where I could just relax, knowing that even if I had to work, I could just chill. But now it just feels so pressuring that you have to spend all your time working. And I feel like it's just because the quarantine's basically warped our perception of time for the worse.
0: That's a fair, yeah, that's fair. But, like, more than that, though, honestly, for me, it's just really been boredom like there is nothing to do at home at this point like uh, we're we're like what almost a year yeah in in a month or so it'll be a year since quarantine started and i feel like in that year by by like three months in you've already exhausted everything you could have done for the entire quarantine and then after that it's just like staring at your wall hoping something changes
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's true. I mean it's like there's only so much you can do at home. You can try to pick up like a lot of new skills or develop old ones, but at some point you're gonna hit a brick wall, right? And I'm not like Ty Lopez, I'm not some like guru who like can say like oh just spend more time to unlock like your inner mechanisms that's gonna make you like the the Sigma male of the of the century. Can, oh, can, no. we, can, we,
0: wait, can we talk about the for a second that Sigma male shit? i what is that? It's it's so stupid.
1: I don't know. From my understanding, it's like you're an alpha male, but you choose not to see yourself in that hierarchy because you're just like built different or something. <laughs> I, I'm literally no just built different. Okay, you keep talking. I'm going to Google the definition of a sigma male right now.
0: Yeah, because I saw I keep seeing posts about it from on Twitter and it's mostly like people who aren't even... <clears throat> or like people from a different culture, so like yeah, I have here. no idea what a sigma male is, and it's uh, it's pissing me off.
1: A sigma male is a man who chooses to live his life outside of the normal social dominance hierarchy of society. Sigma males have similar traits to alpha males, but prefer to walk to their to the beat of their own drum, and don't often take orders from people or conform to society's labels or systems. So basically, there are the people who go yeah i'm an alpha i just choose not to be an alpha which is probably the most like beta thing a person what, can say what kind of
0: hipster shit is that i mean it's like wait, okay, you the definition is it i don't want to adhere to labels i am a sigma male you just you're putting a label <laughs> on yourself for trying not to adhere to labels already existing that's so stupid
1: I don't know, I feel like Sigma males are also connotated to, like, entrepreneurs, or, like, sell like startup people. Because, like, every time you see them, like, compared to the Alpha, alpha male, it's, like, the guy in the shirt, and he's, like, buff as fuck with, like, the beard and the hair. And the Sigma male is the guy in the suit who's, like, making all the money. Like, that low and wolf archetype. It's like, really? Really? Oh, wait, okay. So, apparently, there's, there's a social-sexual hierarchy? Which is obviously peaked by Alpha, and then it's followed by Beta, Delta, Gamma, and Omega. I have never heard the latter three. (laughs) There's one entire way. Okay, let's let's, let's delve into this. What's a Delta male? Okay, right there. What the fuck is this? Okay, wait. Let's start with the Omega male. That sounds pretty cool. The Omega not only lacks ambition and confidence, but is totally incapable of compatibility with society. Omegas are known for their inability to fit in socially or operate under pressure. The Omega is traditionally the scapegoat for any failure. They often can't keep jobs. Why do you give give Omega to the most useless person? Holy... It's crazy
0: it's crazy to me that there even is a hierarchy. Like why don't we just call them for what they are and just call them assholes for example, you know <laughs> what's the point?
1: I don't know. I yeah, I feel like you brand yourself as a sigma, Just get the fuck out. Of here. You're probably <laughs> like someone who's too full of themselves for their own good. But if there are any sigma males listening, I hope not to offend you. Okay, you know, I don't I don't judge how you choose to brand yourself, but I will have the pre-distinct notion that you are an
0: asshole like can, can you imagine like introducing yourself in that way like what <clears throat> like, what, what what do the usual do? like your name and then three facts about yourself like hey I'm Josh um I don't like labels I'm very I'm a very confident person I'm a sigma male like can you imagine someone just coming up to you and saying hey I'm a sigma male <laughs> And that's how they introduce themselves to you. Do you know...
1: What the fuck? Now, and the funniest part is, these are people... Sigma males are the people who, like, choose not to be part of the social hierarchy. But I bet they're also the type of people who, like, that's the first thing they'll say... They, they'll tell about themselves. Like, hi, I'm Val. I'm a Sigma male, by the way. Like, that's just so contradictory. How do you, like... Choose to not adhere to social norms and make not that not adhering like your whole character archetype. Like, come on, There has to be some like next level shit or something. Holy, yeah,
0: but I don't. What's the point? I don't get it. What, what, what could you possibly gain from? i This is this is what's more surprising to me, is that the fact that there are multiple articles right now online explaining like the five male personality types. Who cares? Who cares? (laughs) Honestly.
1: I don't know. I mean, I feel like some people feel like their lives are more interesting when they Like attach some character archetype to them, so I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm the I'm the loner kid who no one really knows about." But it's like actually really cool and like plays the bass or something. (laughs) Okay, to all the bass players, I love bass. That's a call out. That's a call out. (laughs) I love bass players. Don't get offended by that, please. But yeah, it's like you know, there's so many people who are just so desperate to call themselves something, just for the sake of calling themselves Mm. that thing, right? And I feel like that's the thing that's going on with sigma males. It's like, why do you have to distinguish that you are an alpha male, but you just choose not to see yourself in that hierarchy? Like, come on.
0: Yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't like this pre-existing hierarchy because I'm too good for it. And I don't like labels. Let me go ahead and make my own label.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. I don't like these labels, but I'm going to make myself a label myself i mean like what 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 does that even mean to you
0: so so who would be an example of a sigma male then
1: let's google that you keep on talking i will google sigma male examples
0: yeah man i don't know it's like any any self-made hierarchy i feel like is idiotic to some extent i mean okay i'm fully aware that all hierarchies are essentially you know a product of social and human experience and isn't like a universe of truth right or it's not a fact like it, it existed as soon as we made it exist but this that, I don't know man this is stupid to me
1: I mean that is true okay apparently a sample of a sigma mill is John Wick um, I'm trying to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to read more into to understand how that makes sense Oh, my goodness! Where is it? Examples of a sigma this is from a Forbes article by the way. Examples of a sigma male apparently include John Wick because who doesn't want to compare themselves to a cool, composed assassin, Although when it comes to choosing a role model that exemplifies a non-existent category of manhood, no one could do a lot worse than Keanu Reeves. Other made-up categories include beta, gamma, and Omega males. All of whom are placed towards the bottom of the hierarchy, meaning that they are unlikely to find financial stability or attract a sexual partner. Well, there you go. If you want to compare yourself to John Wick, apparently just call yourself a Sigma male. There you go.
0: What I'm getting from this is your the pos- your positioning in that hierarchy does not really depend on everything else you do with your life as long as you are or as long as you're able to have sex all the time. Which makes what? it even dumb now.
1: It, it's having sex and making money. I feel like that's the things that distinguish a man's manhood in society standards. It's how many women you sleep with and how much money you make. Because that's like the most antiquated, and yet it still exists, societal view of like what constitutes a man. Which is dumb, but society is dumb. I mean, what can you say about it? disclaimer disclaimer i do not want to perjure myself i do not agree with those ideologies i want to get that out i don't want okay this guy i don't want my name like on the platter okay i do not agree with those ideologies those are dumb ideologies
0: yeah i feel like we are like (laughs) i feel like we're at this point where there are way too many things that we actually need to pay attention to and I feel like being a Sigma male isn't one of them. Or should it ever be one of them, you know?
1: That's true. In, in society and in the world's long history of issues, I don't think, and like, with everything going on in the world, is the thing you want to be focused on, are you living like a Sigma male or not? Or are you a Sigma male or not? Like, who fucking cares? At the end of the day, who fucking cares? If you don't want to, uh, like, adhere to the social hierarchy, then don't. Just don't brand yourself as an alpha, beta, a gamma, or an omega. Just say you're a person. Don't don't go out of your way to call yourself a sigma. You, then you're just basically fucking adhering to that hierarchy yourself. Oh my goodness. Moving on, moving on. I feel like... Let's just talk about something else that's also stupid, but that also comes from society... And that is the multiple different ways that gender reveal parties have taken form. Like, the one that... I think there's one that calls like a wildfire somewhere abroad, which is actually... Are you same. serious? I'm going to Google it. They, okay, there are a lot of like let's type worst gender reveal uh, like fails. Okay, there. BuzzFeed. Thank you, BuzzFeed. You're always gonna be there for us. Yeah. Apparently the El Dorado fire was caused by a gender reveal and it was like a massive wildfire. Which is insane. Okay, so let's let's read I'll read through the list of things that have happened. Apparently what, a gender reveal has yeah.
0: What was gender though?
1: Oh I, I guess it looks like fire. I it. <laughs> it's a, it's a girl. Cake. Red. Yeah, it's a girl. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, a gender reveal cost a car to explode. And it's so funny because you're going to see like the car in flames surrounded by blue smoke. So congratulations. It's a boy. But you just lost your fucking car. I- imagine like
0: they were sitting in the. Oh no, was st- I know. I was gonna say like imagine they were si- you were sitting in a car during reveal, and as soon as you turn on the ignition, your car just fucking explodes, but it's all in blue.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! What? Okay, I'm not sure if this is real, but it was posted on. It's it starts from CNN. Apparently, a gender reveal turned out to be a pipe bomb that literally killed a grandma.
0: What? Is that, is that
1: serious? This I don't know because like the the BuzzFeed article links to CNN one, right? And I don't see a reason for CNN to to lie about that. There, okay, a gender reveal party cost a forty seven thousand acre wildfire, costing eight million dollars worth of damage. Oh my Jesus Christ! Goodness. okay, what the heck? What is that? I want to send the photo on Discord. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure how everyone else is going to see this, but that is insane. That that looks Holy like some shit. Lord of the Rings shit right there.
0: Like that looks like a volcano.
1: Out of this world. Oh my god. Okay, what else?
0: That looks like something from, like, the Lord of the Rings or some shit, dude. That's insane. Yeah,
1: exactly, dude. It looks like that's what, like, that's what... As the aftermath of Frodo throwing in the ring, it's
0: fucking is more bro That lerbo.
1: wildfire, <laughs> that wildfire that costs eight million dollars in damages. Oh my god! god. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. I have a question. If okay, if it costs eight million dollars in damages, do they then have to pay for? Like, do they have to compensate for that? Like,
1: I'm not sure. I do not know what loss constitute. Like. 'Cause I'm pretty sure there are more strict laws with regards to like these kinds of things. And I'd assume that causing a wildfire is like an offense of sorts. Like you're gonna get in trouble, you're gonna have to pay something for it. But I'm not sure. I'm not entirely sure how that works.
0: Yeah man, it's like it's like it's bad enough that you're having a baby, now you have to pay eight million dollars, right?
1: <laughs> okay Josh it's bad enough to have them bring like another life into this this horrible world and now you're you're in debt and you're probably gonna be in debt for your entire life unless you're like Bill Gates or no actually Bill Gates 8 million dollars to Bill Gates is probably not a lot who's a, like a decent person who makes a living I don't know but if you're not financially well off then you're in debt sorry buddy what can I say
0: and all because a baby was born
1: Alright, that's the moral of the story, don't have kids. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, do not have
0: kids. (laughs) To be fair. To be fair, babies, from what I have experienced, are disgusting. (laughs) I mean, they're cute and I like to play with them, but I would never want one (laughs) for myself.
1: Why is that?
0: It's like I have to clean up piss and shit and puke and they grow up to be, like, 80 years old and they disrespect you. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I'm speaking from what I do.
1: But that does make sense, you know? I feel like until... Because obviously we're, like, what? We're 19. So until we reach parenthood, we're never going to fully understand it. But it always confuses me that, you know, you're comfortable handling your own piss and shit and puke, I guess, on occasions when you're drunk or whatever. But like the, the idea of like handling a baby's puke and piss and shit, holy crap. This is so disgusting. It, it it just doesn't sound like doable. It just sounds like to be the most appalling thing in the world, right? But I don't yeah, know.
0: But well, that's because like based on all the stories I've heard from like I have I have brothers who have children now, like if I if I need to take a piss or need to take a shit it goes in a bowl. I, I know where it's going. And it's gonna, it's not going to go anywhere near my torso or my face. If it's okay, a baby.
1: Okay, that, that, is, <laughs> that is why pampers exist. Pampers have existed for years. Centuries. Maybe decades. I don't quote me on decades. But centuries for sure. Because obviously, people have un- like, thought about that. Like, okay, babies piss and shit whatever they want. Let's... <laughs> Give them a chair. Like, it's give them something to piss and shit in, where then they can just piss and shit whenever they want. And that's why pampers and diapers exist.
0: Yeah, fair point. But like, I I can control when I'm gonna do that. They can't. So what if like I'm in the middle of changing it and it just fucking explosive diarrhea all over my face? Then what? Tell me. And it's not. It's not just that. Like, like I love children, but. I feel like it, it. It there's a peak of when it's fun to be around them, and then when you reach that peak, when you reach that peak, sorry, it's all just everything they do fucking annoys the shit out of you.
1: No, I 100% understand that because that's that's me. Sometimes it's like I play with a kid for like 30 minutes. And I'm like, oh, this is the best thing ever. They're so cute. They're so fun. They're so like gullible, and they're like they're really small. And after the 30 minutes, I'm like, okay. Do I have to keep spending time with this kid or can I, can I just, can I go, can I leave him alone? <laughs> Do no. I have to take What's care of him or is he good
0: back? right next to that outlet with a fork? <laughs> yeah. Can I go?
1: It's like, yeah, so that, that's why parents amaze me. Because I, I, like, as a teenager, I just simply cannot fathom having the patience to just take care of one like, throughout the entire day. It's like oh my goodness. Let's say I don't know how I, how I make an analogy for it. It's like gum, right? You chew gum and you're happy with it for like the first few, like while well, well, it's still sweet, and then eventually it loses its flavor, and then you just want to spit it out. That's what playing with children. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> such a bad analogy. Don't throw them your kids just because you're bored with them. No, please
0: don't. Yeah, you just really want to spit at them and then stick them on a the table, leave them alone forever.
1: Yeah, just, 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 like, just get them, put them in a tissue, and just throw them away in the garbage.
0: Fucking okay, let the next guy take care of it.
1: What the? What do you mean let the next guy take care of it? Are you assuming like, you like put the gum under the table so he gets it and starts chewing it? And it's like an <laughs> I endless mean, cycle. No, I mean He's it's gonna be
0: like somebody else's responsibility to throw that away. I don't expect, I don't expect anyone to fucking take that and then ch- enjoy it for the next few minutes and then put it back there again for the next guy.
1: Okay, so based on Josh's analogy, it's alright to dispose of a child, as long as you dispose of it properly. Don't forget, throw your ass <laughs> in the right place, <laughs> including Jeez. children. No, no, don't take that, don't take that seriously. Oh. Valerie, my goodness.
0: we have little brothers.
1: Yeah, we do. I love them. I love yeah. my little brother. This does not apply this does to not family. Apply, yes. This does not apply to family. This I just feel like in general, like little kids are always gonna have that like appeal to them. Like they're they're fun for a while, and then like you're like, eh. yeah, I've exhausted the fun out of this child. Can I go now, please? <laughs>
0: This child is not cute anymore. Can I have another one?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will exhaust this child, and then the next one, and then I'm gone. I, I feel don't like, know. yeah. Uh,
0: no, no, no. Sorry. you go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah,
1: I was, I was just gonna say, I, I, wonder, like how babysitters do it, or like even like you know the teachers in like elementary, or what are they called? Daycare, daycare centers. Like the people who man daycare centers. I don't know how they do it. Because I would literally be like, okay, 30 minutes for this child and then I'll get bored with him. I'll put him in the corner and then I'll go to the next <laughs> one. And then I'll cycle that until the time is up. I was like, I don't understand. I don't know. I just don't know how they do it. It's crazy.
0: Well, I feel like it takes an exceptional amount of patience to deal with children. And I think to some extent you really have to like, like kids. And at the same time, they're getting paid for it. I mean, if you're a parent, you don't get. If you're a parent, you don't get paid for it. In fact, you lose a shit ton more than you actually receive. So that's
1: true. A child is a lifelong investment. Can you believe it's not just buying him Pampers and feeding him? You have to put that kid through an education. That's a lot of money. And then you have to buy them birthday presents and Christmas gifts and then clothes and, and electricity bills. It's it's a long list of like spending and i feel like yeah it's like there's there's no way daycare people actually no i was gonna say there's no way daycare people can do the job without like innately loving it but i feel like that job actually earns a lot because like parents don't want to take care of their children so (laughs) they would rather just hand them to someone who does it for a living and give them money or maybe they don't, it's not that they don't want to spend time with their child, just they, they just
0: sell their kids to <laughs> the
1: daycare center, so it's always full. I don't think it's selling, it's more, it's probably like, that's just, that's odd. If you just keep your kid at the daycare center, but you're paying for it, you're not selling the child, you're like, what it's is, like you're what is,
0: you're renting the child, except you're the one paying.
1: Yeah, Yeah, you're like renting him to someone, but you're the one paying, exactly, exactly.
0: That sounds really bad.
1: Yeah, it does. I hope no parents do that. That sounds horrible. It's like, okay, I have a child. I don't want to like put him up for adoption or give him away. So I will just forever keep him in this daycare center. And yes, I will go on about my life.
0: I feel like to some extent, it's because we both know how... I mean, we're in college. And we're still relying on our own parents for everything, essentially. So I feel like it's, it's it's it comes with that awareness of, you know, you're a piece of shit.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. It's like, you think about, do I would I want to take care of myself for 18, 19 plus years? And so I think, no, <laughs> no, no, I don't. But I would want a child. I'm very, because I don't,
0: If I had another version of myself to take care of, Val, I would kill myself twice.
1: Don't say that. You basically said you'd, like, agree to childbirth.
0: (laughs) I mean, this isn't a subject that is a child, you know. It's just, like, me. There's a clone of me that I need to take care of. I would... No. (laughs) It's not happening.
1: Okay, how about this? If there's a clone of you, exactly like you, would you kill him or kill yourself?
0: (laughs) I'd kill him and then myself.
1: What? I feel like it would just be like a, a death like a, a race to like who gets to do it first because you're like fuck I have to take care of him first and then myself. So just like that head with you guys like of who gets the job done before the other. Okay, wait. Since we're on the topic of children I want to ask.
0: Oh god. Uh, be careful. No, <laughs> yeah, no, no. This no
1: no is 100% safe. Like, back before you learn about like the birds and the bees how did you think that children were born
0: i knew i knew about it at a from a very young age like my my parents didn't really um my parents didn't really try to hide that from me you know and it wasn't like uh, it was um it was a gradual thing like they wouldn't just tell me at like four years old that this is a vagina. It comes out of this because of this. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I can just imagine like, Dada? Yes, Josh. This is a vagina. This is where <laughs> you came from. And they just expect you to understand everything.
0: <laughs> this is what happened. <laughs> like, they didn't, they didn't really do it that way, but they did explain to me like in a, how would you say, in a child-friendly way. So it was never like, I never thought that, ooh, babies were coming from storks or some shit. I I kind of knew pretty early on.
1: But it's okay, because it was for me, I had a very interesting way of, like, understanding how it worked before. Because I knew, I knew, like, pregnant women, like, the babies would be in the belly, right? I just didn't know how the baby got there. So growing up, until literally, it was taught in science class that, okay, babies are born through sex. I I believe that once a person, like once a couple, get married and then they kiss, like during that marriage, <laughs> the baby's just put in the stomach immediately. That's how I thought it worked. That's also like Disney <laughs> Princess type shit.
0: Like you just spit in the mouth and then baby.
1: <laughs> no, it was like it didn't you have to be like that? You just like peck and then boom, baby in stomach wait for 12 months. Cause I, I, knew the sh- I knew the things about, like, oh, you have to wait, like, 12 months. This is t- no, 9 months. 9 months, right? <laughs> 12 months? 12 months. What? You have to wait a year. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm not good at this. I'm not a STEM student. But, yeah, you have to wait, like, 9 months for the baby. I knew all about that. I just didn't know how the baby got there. It's like, oh, it's there. Surprise! Woo! That was so funny, because I grew up very religious. Like like very, very religious and growing up I always thought sex was like this super sinful act of like pure lust and evilness. Like if you have sex you're going to hell. And then I remember like like the this like the just absolute shock in my face when I learned in science class that's how babies are born. That's what keeps the population growing. It's an act I viewed as super sinful and evil that It's the reason why I'm on this earth. I was like, no.
0: (laughs) No, I am born of sin.
1: I mean, Adam and Eve, man. Adam and Eve, our great, great, great ancestors were the original sinners. So, yes, sir, we are born from sin. I
0: don't know. like in, In my childhood, it was pretty... My parents were pretty lax with that kind of stuff. They didn't really try to hide anything because by then i was like i have like what three other three older siblings so by the time it got to me like all bets were off you know like <laughs> you know with your are like from what i've seen and from what my brothers have told me right it's like with your first child you try to do everything right you know you try to monitor everything they do, you really try to take care of them. And by the by, the second, third, fourth child, it's like, anything goes by that point. So, like, at a, at a young age, I would be exposed to, like, very gruesome and violent movies. And I, like, I thoroughly enjoyed all of them. So, you know, sometimes those awkward scenes would come on and you'd just, like, start staring at the ceiling <laughs> or at the window. Because, <laughs> like... Y- you know that it was, a, you know that it was like, you didn't know what it was, but at the same time, you, you kind of knew that you weren't supposed to be looking weirdly enough.
1: I understand that there were like times, like, I remember because I, I used to live in like one room with my parents and my brother, and it was really just like, some. you know, that, I don't know if you are experienced that as a kid, where you're like, pretending to sleep when you're like keeping an eye open to see what's on TV and sometimes you just like see something and you're like oh I'm going to bed <laughs> actually be watching this because <laughs> sometimes you should, like think before it was like for maybe something like tennis or like basketball maybe sometimes cartoons actually because sometimes we leave the TV on just to help us go to sleep but sometimes it was like those things and I was just like oh okay yeah I, I don't need to be seeing this I am going to bed Good night. it's wake up
0: it, it reminds me of a memory when um my family and i traveled it was a, I was i was um in a hotel and i was walking with my sister and we were waiting for the elevator to come and then we suddenly heard like really loud screams and we looked at each other because we we didn't know what it was but then as as it got louder we realized that it wasn't a scream, it was a girl moaning really loudly in one of the rooms. I know. <laughs> yeah, it was so I was like it was so How old you? Weird. How old you? I was like <laughs> eleven or twelve or something oh like that. It was it was so it was so weird. Like it was um it was a uh, we were in a resort in the Bahamas, I think. And literally, we were just walking, and then this girl was just—she screw- was, was moaning extremely loud, like everyone in that hallway could hear it. Sorry <laughs> to God, the elevator <laughs> took so long to get down, so it was just me and my sister, just awkwardly snoring at each other, listening to this girl moaning. I swear to God, that was the weirdest experience of my entire life. It, it, must, it's up there.
1: That must be the worst. Because like, you know how there's like a saying, like, if it's like an awkward or like a bad experience, it feels like the experience lasts forever. And I can just imagine how like, just waiting for the elevator is. And like, it's not just like, because I feel like on a regular basis, obviously that's going to be weird no matter what. But it's, like, it's just you're like, you're beside your sister and you're just like, you're twelve, and I'm assuming by then you knew what was happening. I knew like I definitely yeah. knew what was happening. So, but
0: like but you know like, think you're a young kid, you have to pretend like you yeah, don't you're just know. Like,
1: oh, what's that? Oh, someone's in danger. Oh no. You should call the police. Ah and just like oh, which way for your sister's like, No, Josh, uh no, it's in danger. That's just a, a a different kind of scream and and you just have to pretend like, Oh, yeah, you totally know like that that's not what's happening, right?
0: Yeah, like I knew. Like by then I was like I mean I, I was I studied at an all-boys school at that time You know you 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 know things that you probably shouldn't know by that age and it was It was really weird It was really weird like I had to I had to pretend like I didn't know shit But it was the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my entire life No
1: but I, I uh, let's let's talk about that for a bit. Going off of what you just said, I like how I don't like but like I mean it's just a fact. I like how growing up, like porn knows this hidden secret to everyone. It's like if you knew about porn and if you knew about sex, you it's like you had the secrets to the galaxy unlocked and you were just like like Doctor Strange to every other kid in your class or your entire school for that matter. You're just like super powerful, omnipotent, and omnipresent. You just know everything. and that's You, you it's
0: become it's like, a sigma male.
1: Yeah, you're the you're the sigma male of the entire batch just because you know about porn and sex. And I just have to wonder, how did that start? Because I feel like that's something that's just like, maybe not for co-ed, but for all boys, definitely. It's like a thing. But like, you grow up and... Porn is this big controversy. Porn and sex are this big controversy. Wait, did you go to a, a, like a Catholic school?
0: Yeah, 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 I I came from a Catholic school and then I transferred to another Catholic school. So a mean, lot just, of guess, uh, I mean, a lot of repressed horny young boys.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like sex and like porn are taught as sinful, like they're evil, right? They're like. They're just spawned from lust, which is like the antithesis. I don't know. That's, I'm trying too hard to be pretentious with these words. It's like the the opposite of love, right? And I don't know. I feel like demonizing porn and sex actually does the adverse thing of what it's trying to do, right? Because I feel like, uh, like human beings, it's in our nature to be attracted to... The, like things that are not super accepted, like things that go against the grain. That aren't extreme like murder or like arson or theft. But it's like and it's it's tame enough, but out of the norm enough to find exciting. Does that make sense? It's like what's oh, a good example for that?
0: I mean in, in 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 terms of psychology, I think that's what you call um psychological reactance.
1: Okay, do enlighten me because I have no idea what that is.
0: It's like um how do you say this? It's like the more that the more that people are told not to do Something like the more regulations or rules are imposed on a person, the higher the chances that that person is going to break those rules.
1: Okay, yeah, then I guess that's exactly what it is because I feel like that's the whole thing with porn and the youth, right? It's like you don't want them watching porn, you don't want them watching sex, but you you like hype it up to be this thing that's like you should never see or you should never do. And, and so it becomes so, like, so appealing, so, like, enthralling to these kids. Like, they want to figure out what it is. And when they figure it out, they become addicted to it. Cause it's like, oh, yeah, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but this is so exciting. Cause, cause I, I'm doing it. I'm watching porn. I'm,
0: oh, yeah, yeah. I'm watching porn. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? And it is just so, you know like why why, I'm not saying porn should be encouraged or like you know you should teach kids to watch porn but yeah it's like I'm not saying that it should be taught or encouraged because obviously like I'm not trying to like push psychology to it so it's like okay if we teach it to kids they're not gonna want to do it and so we succeeded (laughs) by that effect right (laughs) no 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 do not do that but like don't don't stigmatize the right word for it like don't make it this like super like bad thing that people are going to want to like is that the, is that the right word
0: honestly i'm i'm okay with it being taught to kids wait no wait let me explain that no, um,
1: no no okay justification go
0: yeah okay. i feel like i feel like the more their kids are exposed to the idea of sex the better, like the, the chances are higher that they won't seem as taboo anymore. And at the same time, I feel like it'll promote um, healthier sex practices. You know, I feel like that's what we really lack. I that's I one of the things we lack is like a a proper sex education course, right? Because yes, yeah. they ex- they explain it like it overtly scientific in school. But that's pretty much the extent of what they teach. They don't really teach you how, like, how to do it, what to do, and how to do it safely. Because let's face it, people are going to do it. Like they, You can't stop people from doing it. So you might as well teach them how to do safely, right?
1: Yeah. And uh, that's also a big thing because I feel like, um, you know, it, it's really that Educate that like that miseducation of sorts, that lack of education, mixed in with especially if you're coming from a religion that's like no to abortion, no to I don't I'm not sure about condoms, if the if, if like the, the religion says no to condoms. But cause like
0: Well if, if your religion mainly says like sex is reserved for procreational for marriage, reasons procreation, only. So yeah. yeah, I guess.
1: So it's like if you want to cross that bridge and end up having sex because you're like fantasies and you're it's so taboo that you just want to try it, you know. So it's like taking the bite out of like the Garden of Eden's apple. Yes, I said that correctly. I was gonna say <laughs> the Garden of Apples Eden. I was like, no, that's not correct. But yeah, it's like if you're gonna do that, and and you're scared because you're know, sexually like just for procreation, you're probably not gonna wear a condom. And so that's lack of education mixed with like poor religious practices or poor religious interpretations, because I don't think the religion in it, in and of itself is wrong. It's just that sometimes the interpretation can get jumbled and you'll end up doing something like that, right? So, yes, I do agree that it, should, it shouldn't it should exactly be taught, but I feel like kids should be exposed to it and they should know at least the basics of how sex works and that it shouldn't be such a such a taboo thing that when you end up doing it, you don't know anything about it because it's been so taboo your entire life that it's been basically kept away from you. So I feel like a lot of educational systems do need that, like, sex course, essentially. uh, That's essentially what it is. A sex course to kind of enlighten people what sex is and so that it doesn't seem like this foreign concept that you're not supposed to know about.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the, like, the issues of coming from a highly um religious country. It's very uh like the predominant culture here, or what at least what they're trying to advocate for, is really like, you know, abstinence. But let's be real, it's not realistic. Right?
1: Yeah, because I mean as like you, that's so ideal. If you think that everyone's going to serve sex for procreation and for marriage, you are living in the fantasy. You might be a character in the Bible at this point, not going <laughs> to lie, but it's just, it's just too unrealistic because it's like the, the, the statistics prove it themselves. A lot of people have sex for the sake of having sex because it feels good. And, you know... If it feels good, then why, what's stopping you from not doing it, right? Your religious beliefs or your education or your traditions. No, you're going to do it because you want to. And that's just a fact. And the more, the faster we are to realize that that's a fact of the matter, the faster we can address it. So it's like, let's not, let's not ignore the elephant in the room. Let's talk to it and let's. Let's just
0: teach sex properly. Yeah, and I never understood why it's very, like, stigmatized, you know? Especially by religion. Like, it doesn't really... It doesn't hurt anyone. In fact, it hurts more people if you don't teach them how to do it properly, right? Yeah. And I guess, like, you could make the argument that, oh, it's because um, it's, like, succumbing to, like, um, what, lust and, like prioritizing pleasure above all things. But then I feel like that's the same about eating good food, you know? It gives you pleasure as well. And we don't kill like we don't tell people not to eat good food. Right? I mean okay, this is this is me comparing good food to sex, but
1: I mean I, I feel like a lot of people would agree with that comparison. So it's it's fine. And it does make sense because I mean to me, like the only I don't see sex as a sin. I really don't. Nor do I see masturbation as a sin. I feel like the only sins one commits are those that, advertently or inadvertently, hurt other people. So as long as you are doing, like you are having sex from a place of like, um, consent, and like you agreed it, both the parties, and you both enjoy it, then that's not a sin. Why? Because both of you are having pleasure and both of you are enjoying it. No one's getting hurt in the process. Same way with masturbation. No one's getting hurt if you masturbate, so yeah, it's like why is it why is it even viewed as a sin, right? Yes, I get procreation is a thing, but so is putting the penis in the vagina. That's <laughs> not yes, the children, that is way How to babies say it. are made? <laughs> yes, it's not kissing during marriage. It is penis in vagina.
0: Dear God, I hope I hope no children listens to this. I mean I hope they do but at the same time I hope they really don't disclaimer we do not promote sex underage
1: sex we believe sex should be done at the right age and with uh, the proper supervision with the proper supervision, <laughs> the proper supervision. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you gonna hire a coach you go to gold's gym say hey coach I need you to help me with what with your bench nah I'm gonna have <laughs> sex Look like him dead in the eye and say those words, I dare you. Go
0: to your parents Dad, Dad, I need a chauffeur.
1: Dad, um, I'm kind of scared. Can you watch while I'm doing it and just tell me if I'm doing it right, you know?
0: Can you tell me you're proud of me while I'm doing
1: it? <laughs> you give me words of encouragement? I and mean, like, I want the girls, to, like, moaning. You're like, shh, not now. My dad's trying to tell me what to do next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, no. God. You know what? I think we can end on <laughs> that. <laughs> so what did we talk about today? We talked about Sigma males. We talked about gender reveal parties. We talked about children and how they're annoying. They're good for like 30 minutes and then they're they're out of the picture. And we also talked about the, the sex yeah. education that is lacking. The, the, the petition
0: from children to sex is very hard to explain but i swear to god you have to listen to the podcast to understand
1: well if they got this far that means they they did listen to the podcast that's true which is good thank you very much for listening if you got this far at the same time i feel like we've done a very risky thing talking about the youth and sex in the same topic it's like traversing a landmine of are amazing, filled with landmines of like controversy, but fuck it, we're pretentious. That's why we're called the Pretentious Conversations Podcast. We will talk about anything we want to, but we'll just know that these views represent us <laughs> and nothing else. But we will make numerous disclaimers, need be, to make sure we don't perjure ourselves in the process. There you go. That's your first episode, right? And so, yeah, I I don't know how we don't plan our outros. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Uh,
0: use a condom. Use a condom.